tonight, I can report to the American people and to the world. I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. We were able to be all these things and do all these things because we were informed by great men, men who were revered. All men and women created by the goal, you know the you know the It's going to say, you want free speech? Let's see you acknowledge a man whose words make your blood boil, who's standing center stage and advocating at the top of his lungs that which you would spend a lifetime opposing at the top of yours. You want to claim this land as a land of the free? Now show me that. Defend that. Celebrate that in your classroom. Then stand up and sing about the land of the free. Which do you like more, Congress or lice? <laughs> Well, we like lice. Here's my eight words people need to stop redefining. Hate, victim, hero, shame, violence, survivor, phobic, and white supremacist. That America's leading industry is still the manufacture, distribution, packaging, and marketing of bullshit. So here are some facts about COVID. Now, facts. No, no, no. And I'm going to be very, very specific. These are all these. None of what I'm about to say is conjecture. None are of they that, personal truths. No, no personal <laughs> truths here whatsoever. These are verifiable facts. Oh, I don't know okay? if I like these. Coming from places, you know, just just, you know, horrible, horrible, not very well known places like, I don't know, Harvard. And uh, other like just 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 the medically just horrible, you know, has no clue what's going on. Places like Hopkins liars. So let, let's start out with a couple of facts here. OK, one fact. Number one, let's talk about the vaccine for two seconds. It is verifiable fact that there is a certain age. Now, the part about it is we don't know is exactly what age it is. Somewhere it's be it's somewhere between the late teens and the early 30s where you are more likely to suffer long-lasting damage to your body, including death from the vaccine, than you are from COVID. Okay. To uh, be even more specific about it, one of the things there, that we don't seem to hear a whole lot about here, excuse me, don't seem to hear a whole lot about here in the United States is the fact that there are some European countries that are now making it impossible to get the vaccine if you're under a certain age, depending on the country. So, and yet, you still see commercials in the U.S. of people saying, I just got my five-year-old vaccinated. The vaccine does not in any way, shape, or form prevent the, spe the spread of COVID. In fact, the uh, uh, CEO of Pfizer was in front of Congress admitting the fact that they never even tested to see that it did. Most of the people who went to the hospital died. Most of the people who went to the hospital died because the quote unquote approved medical treatment coming from the FDA, uh, CDC, etc. was in fact killing them. Once again, another thing that you won't see in the media right now is the fact that most of the hospitals these right now are are settling class action lawsuits from the families with a whole lot of non-disclosure agreements. So, 
Uh, the other wonderful study we've got is the fact that a mask, especially the nice little cloth or surgical ones that you can buy over the counter, have zero protection against a virus. And the N95 ones are actually at this point listed as being only helpful enough to consider it to be negligible. Most of the medications we're using today to treat it are, in fact, derivatives of all of the medications that Dr. Fauci was nice enough to get up there and stand up and tell you would never work and were all uh, misinformation. Ivermectin. So, and not only that, but most of the hospital directors, which is one of the reasons why you're seeing a lot of this stuff get uh, settled out of court and with non-disclosure agreements, you've got a lot of hospital directors uh, testifying in front of Congress right now about how they inflated the numbers of people who died of COVID in order to make money from the United States government. It's weird how they're not televising that. Amazing. Amazing. I, I just don't understand why they wouldn't do that. So here comes to the point to my little informational rant here. This past week, in the state of California, Governor Gavin Newsom signed into law the ability for the state to take away the medical license of anyone who spreads medical misinformation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. From who? And what? how do you define misinformation? And at what point do you define misinformation? Well, I, I want to know if they're actually going to put the, the misinformation that came out from government officials on the list. No. No. I think, I think, uh, I think the fair and balanced opinion is that anybody who might be a threat to the current administration's definition at whatever time they're doing it is going to be on that list. I mean, it's clear that's what they're doing. Well, it, it's it's you, a lot of things are coming out. You, God, it's it's one of those things, especially as someone who works in the medical medical community, that's really just kind of getting under my skin. First of all, in the state of California, if you ask your physician whether or not you should be vaccinated, they will not answer you. No, they will not. They will not answer you because no matter what answer they give, somewhere along the line, somebody might take away their medical license. If you ask a medical professional in the state of California how you should take care of yourself if you happen to have COVID, they will not answer you. So what you've actually created in the state of California is not a system in which uh, information is verified, not verified, misinformation, disinformation, or whatever. What you've gotten in the state of California is a place in which your doctor will not treat you. For fear of misinformation. Exactly. I knew it was a problem when I started asking physicians what their opinions are about uh, COVID, and the statement I would get from them was, do you want to hear what I really think, or do you want to hear what I'm supposed to tell you? Mm -hmm. And it was almost a universal answer. And, and, and so here comes my next question is, and because I've said this before, you really want universal health care? Yeah, do you think this will be better when it goes across the the breadth of the entirety of the human condition? Do you think this will be better? Because when they start tying whether or not they pay insurance or the doctors get paid or anything like that, you, then you start to get what we have here. And this is 
uh, and has been uh, grossly mishandled uh, from the the word go on this. Now, well, b- both of the administrations involved in this fucked it up. Oh, I'm not suggesting one did better than the other. I'm suggesting they have systematically CYA'd and and punished any free thinking thought about this particular situation altogether. Uh, it started with Fauci. And, uh, his... and I'm, I'll throw in another piece that we just now figured out about Dr. Fauci. Prior to COVID even becoming a thing, Fauci made an enormous investment in Pfizer. Mm. Weird. <laughs> Amazing that. Uh, also, we found that not only did he know he was lying to the American people at the time he was doing it. And we have on tape, on video, him on numerous occasions lying to us, knowingly, willingly. Uh, they they followed that up with big tech deplatforming and canceling people who dared to say something different. And that different thing was, let's look at where this came from. This medicine seems to be effective. And I'm not talking about Trump or anything like that. I'm talking about actual medical professionals and people in the field who were viciously attacked both in the media and sometimes literally uh, and accosted and, and all by by not only the news media, but big tech and other people who vehemently defended anything that came out of St. Fauci's mouth. And as it turns out, almost all the recommendations that Fauci gave us were incorrect in some way, shape, or form. Now, part of that, now, benefit of the doubt here, part of that was because we didn't actually know the answers. The the medical community didn't know the answers. And that's, uh, to me, that would have been okay to say, this is new, it's coming at us fast, we're doing the best we can. But we don't know. But they're doubling down on things that they know are wrong. Right. That we found are wrong. Today. Like, uh, let me give you the best example. What I think is the best example, and it's the one they they conveniently don't want to talk about now. Do you remember about a year ago when you could not say out loud that the vaccine didn't stop the spread? Oh, Absolutely. And, and now you've got them standing in front of Congress saying, well, we never even tested whether or not we never does. even tested for that. But they I mean, they swore it up and down. It stops the spread. It's going to stop the spread. It's going to stop the spread. They said it all the time and it doesn't. It's a very effective flu shot. That's what it is. It's not a vaccine. It didn't wipe out the virus. OK, that's we've had vaccines that wipe out the virus. That's not this isn't that. OK, um, but you you could be deplatformed. You could have your shows canceled. You could have anything if you suggested this time a year ago, or God help you, eighteen months ago, that the vaccine didn't stop the spread. That was misinformation. To to your point, that was misinformation. Now it doesn't matter that it happens to be one hundred percent correct that it does not stop the spread clinically. We've well, proven that. And clinically, we've proven that if depending on where you are, what your health is, what your age is, et cetera, 
the vaccine may very well be extremely important to you. It may keep you from dying if you happen to get COVID. But on the other extreme side of that is uh, there is, as we said, there's a certain age level, age point in which you are more likely to suffer long-term um, health issues from the vaccine than you are from getting COVID. And and I'm not going to suggest that the, the that COVID wasn't dangerous. We had a very dear friend of uh, uh, the show and and a friend of mine who um, used to cast with me. Um, he was known as Juan. Uh, that uh, was on GWC with us. He was a producer and, and sometimes co-host. And uh, very man didn't have a mean bone in his body. And basically, he got sick and and uh, just didn't wake up one day. And it was terrible. It, you know, it, like but, it, but that, but that's what I mean. There are certain people at certain age groups at certain health levels, and with certain health health levels. And he was a, a bigger dude, and I don't know if he had diabetes or not, but but I know that he he had some things that put him at risk, at high risk, uh, for this particular virus. And and I'm not saying it wasn't real. I'm not I'm not a COVID denier. Okay, let me make that plain and clear. I know that it exists, and I know that it can be. If you fall into one of those categories, it can be exceedingly lethal. But it, I but guess it isn't. <laughs> like if, if you listen to CNN – let me give you another example on the other side of the scale. My father watched CNN from the beginning of this till now. Okay, He loves CNN, and he did not leave his house for a year and a half basically. Um, he was scared to death. I mean, the, the fear mongering that they did on CNN was second to none. And they would say things and Fauci would get on there and he'd talk all about this stuff. And still to this day, I mean, I think the man's gotten like four or five boosters or some shit like like he really is scared to death of it. Uh, and and he's he, and he doesn't need to be. You know, like it's like, OK, man, I get it. But you really don't fall in any of those groups. Well, and and I, I, I've reached a point now. Obviously, I'll admit that the point that I've reached is a bit on the excessively cynical and maybe even not fair to the other person I'm looking at side. However, I've come to a point that if I see somebody wearing a mask who's not specifically in close quarters with other human beings, my, my first thought is to question their intelligence. <laughs> now, I understand that that's not fair of me, that some of these people probably have health issues, in which case they need it. But at the same time, it, 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 once again, we know at this point that it's not going to help you. Yeah, the lockdowns did not help. The masks did not help. The vaccine is not a vaccine. It's a flu shot. There's there all of these. Things, we know to be true and yet what they've met and they've done a beautiful job of this by the way the 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 giant uh, uh conglomerates and the media have done a wonderful job in snowing at least 50 percent of the country into believing anything that comes out of their mouth and they're they're really effective at it i've seen it at work now i i Again, I'm not a denier. I know that the disease ex or the, the virus exists. I know that it can be lethal. I know that it, uh, you know, that the medicine do, or the, the, the shot does uh, do 
uh, certain things. And, but, and I'm not and I'm and, and I'm not going in, in complaining about any of that. What I'm complaining about the fact is that with everything that you, they're still just flat out lying. They can't even admit where it was made. They they can't like like it can't they you cannot say still today in a public setting where this was made because it was made. We we all know it was made. And the reason we can't say where and who made it is because the same guy who's been lying to us from the start is lying to us about where it was created because he's directly linked in the middle of that. And the worst part about it is giving them more money. And we'll never, it will never land at his feet. But he, he, he literally just gave them another grant. It's it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Like this is the difference. And if you if you really want to know what the difference between the the elite and the ruling class is to us normal people, this is the difference. They can kill tens of thousands, a hundred thousand, a million people, and it'll never land at their feet. They'll never suffer any consequences except an uncomfortable, semi-uncomfortable conversation before Congress where they will tell Congress to go fuck themselves. That is the difference between a ruling class person and the rest of us. And I don't care how much money you have. If you can't get in front of Congress and just flat out lie and then they just pat you on the head and, and send you on your way, you are not part of the ruling class. That is the difference between them and us they have no consequences none man will never serve a day in jail he'll never pay any fine he'll never be recognized as the villain of the peace even though he was hell he even looks like a bond villain yeah i mean fauci, be, fauci could play blofeld he easily fucking fauci affect my ass you're right he, he should, we don't know on our kitty you know like he he's he should he should be no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. You know, like <laughs> he could be Goldfinger. I mean, seriously, the guy, I, it's unbelievable what he's going to get away with. And he, he just doesn't care because he doesn't have to. Well, not only is he going to get away with it, he's going to have made millions off of it. And assisted yeah. other people in making billions off of it. I, it's unbelievable in me. It's unbelievable in me. I, I, I was – the law that just came out in California was what really kind of threw me onto this, which is, you know, I, yes, we've talked about COVID before. That everybody's still talking about COVID. COVID hasn't quite gone away yet as far as being part of the public discourse. You still see commercials on the TV saying, if you find that you have COVID, go to the hospital and ask for an approved medication. Approved? Really? But when all of a sudden they came out and said, you know what? Let's make it so that we can, the doctors can't tell anybody anything. Now. Not then. Now. Now when we know, not think, not conjecture, not hope, not maybe okay, know certain facts with regards to this virus. And it's all bullshit. I think 
and this is the cynic in me, right? This is this is what you bring out of me, Jake. <laughs> um, well, no, let me let me throw in one last thing before you before you put it. And and the part of it that's really bugging me is is that there is there are people in this world, especially people on the elite side, if they heard this conversation between you and I, would vilify us and tell us that we were evil people who are trying to kill grandma and grandpa. Well, that is the standard lie. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's pretty standard. Uh, but luckily, nobody listens to this, so it's fine. Uh, but we're just conspiracy theorists, podcasters, because because that's what they do. Right. Like uh, uh, and it started with Rogan. Right now, I don't particularly listen to Joe Rogan. I, I like he says, wow, a lot uh, for, for me. It depends on who he's interviewing. I'm usually more interested in who he's interviewing than him. Yeah, uh, it's he's not a particularly gifted interviewer. However, he is a very gifted producer. And he does get a lot of interesting people on who have some interesting things to say. Uh, that's actually how I found uh, Cristobal and, and Sagar and Jetty uh, who do breaking points like he had them on their show when they were splitting off of the hill. And I was like, oh, wow, that's they seem interesting to listen to. And they kind of are sometimes. So he has interesting guests. Um. He's not a particularly gifted interviewer, but neither am I. But he's he's really good at kind of getting like his philosophy is I'm going to have you for three. You can't lie for three hours straight. You can't. And if you do, it's going to be immediately apparent to everyone that you are lying because you're what you're going to do is give me time to pick apart those lies. And it's a very effective strategy. It's the same thing the FBI do. It's the same thing like like. You know, they're being debriefed. They're being debriefed. Like, they just keep asking you the same question in different ways over and over and over until they catch an angle that you didn't think of, right? Well, d didn't he get uh, CNN's medical expert on there who finally had to admit that some of this stuff was bullshit and go back on <laughs> yeah. CNN the next day and go, no, 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 that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. It was taken out of context. Yeah, that's always what they say when they're, they're caught in a lie. But but it, it's that's that's the whole thing, right? So what they'll do is is what they started doing with that is oh it's just conspiracy theory podcasts right that's that's what they lump all of those into if it doesn't go along with the media now the, the bad news for them is that cable news is dying right trump was actually right now trump you will not hear this sentence from me very often <laughs> but trump was actually right about this he was the best thing that ever happened to cnn okay he gave them this massive boost because people were the orange man bad. Uh, now that he's Even gone. Even the few things that he did right, they had to swear that were awful just because. Right. Just because orange man bad. So now that he's gone, cable news is just taking a nosedive. In fact, there are lots of podcasts that get better ratings than primetime CNN. Not this one, or, by the way. Or yeah, not this one at, <laughs> at all. Okay, thank you to both of you for downloading, but we know we're not, you know, up in up in the stratosphere. But we do do this because it would be to us, and as Jake and I have said many times, it would be socially reckless of us not to at least say something. Start a conversation, piss some people off, just say something. And this is the only way we can think to do that. Blat and that and beef uh, nearly killed me because it just kept bleeding out and wholesome. And I did. I had nowhere else to put it. <laughs> Jake's like, I'll do it with you. Well, like, yeah, well, you, 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 know? you, you had a platform that no one wanted you to use. And I just had it basically corrupting my brain. So somewhere <laughs> along the line, it gave us both an opportunity to get it out. 
would you please stop grandstanding freaking soapboxy on wholesome you're bumming everybody out man this is great for that because it doesn't like bleed out and even when it does you'll hear beef go you have another show for that have another show for that go tell jake i don't want to hear it right right sorry got it yeah 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 yeah. Uh, i did that last week as a matter of fact uh but what they'll do is they'll tell you like oh it's just you know conspiracy theorist podcast but i really think that uh to get back to my point i really think that what they're doing is they're hoping this whole inflation and economy thing just sweeps the whole covid thing under the rug and they don't have to talk about it anymore because what they really want to get down to is is making sure january 6th sticks so trump can't be the next president and getting rid of this whole covid conversation because they really don't want to talk about what they really did none of them do well it's not like they're actually doing well on the whole inflation concept (laughs) no but it does get people talking about other crap than what the other than the laws they might have may or may not have broken during covid well, uh, how about the ones that they are are not breaking with regards to inflation? It's just, it's the same shit. They're just lying. Yeah, but they're lying about something different, and nobody started congressionally <laughs> investigating them on this one. <laughs> that won't come for a couple more years, and then they can no, blame it on the no, Republicans. No, 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 no. That, that one will come in another couple of weeks. Oh, no. You're giving them way too much credit on that. Nobody moves that fast. <laughs> no, be, uh, I, I Honestly... I think the world is, or at least this country, is so polarized. I think if the Republicans take both the House and the Senate, I'm 90% sure they're going to impeach the guy. God, I'd love to see that. I'm not trying to be Republican in any way, because you know anyone who listens to this cast for any length of time knows I hate them both. Oh, no, I I agree with you wholeheartedly. I'm just saying that I think they're dumb enough to 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 continue that. It's one of the it's the reason why I, I didn't want them to impeach Trump for the second time is because I thought it was going to start. I, let's put it this way. I think it's going to have started this vicious cycle. Oh, and, yeah. No, it'll be an impeachment war. Exactly. Oh, bet. oh yeah. And, no, and, I think and I, I think, think that's entirely true. And, and I think it could go so far as to creating a constitutional crisis, because if they and, and I'm because I've, I've looked into this, but it's it's one of those things that's not exceptionally clear. The way that the um, uh, uh, progress down the line of who steps up, I think if both the president and the vice president go, that the speaker of the House steps up until there's a special election or something of that nature. So if the speaker of the House is a Republican, the Senate is Republican, they manage to impeach both Biden and Harris. And oh, you can't. Not, how are you gonna? How are you gonna impeach Harris? She hasn't done anything other than be incredibly stupid. Uh, th- there you go. Maybe they'll find a reason for her to have been complicit. Oh, I don't think so. You know, I don't ever want to say the sentence, President Pelosi, though. But no, but see, that's the point. Is that if the what you're actually talking about is probably um, shit. What's the uh, President McCarthy? Because he'll be Speaker of the House at that point. Hmm. Not to say that I think that would be better. I'm just saying I think they're yeah, dumb enough gonna, to do I it. Gonna, mm. I think they're dumb enough to do it is basically what I'm saying. To continue this downward spiral of just how can we fuck the other side more than because that's once again it's what we've been relegated to. 
no concept of trying to discuss. It's now considered bad form to even have a conversation with the other side to see whether or not there's anything, any common ground. Uh, it's just this a huge level of political fuck you on a on a monthly and weekly basis. I think that's the next fuck you. Is if the if they manage to take both House and Senate, that uh, Biden and Harris are gone, and then they're going to claim that the um, at least until they hold a special election, that the Speaker of the House takes over. Ugh. President Kevin McCarthy. Oh, once again, none of words I want to hear. That's I don't think that's a good idea either. Well, you know what? I don't think I hate all of them, so it doesn't really matter. Um, I mean, I'd, I I just damn it. You know, I, I I don't think you're wrong. Like they they are not smart enough to not do it because what they're going to do is the exact same tactics that the Dem- they learned a little bit from the Democrats. Well, the Democrats learned a little bit from the Republicans. They learned a little bit. Yeah, from they're Trump. just they, they learning learned, they, different they, ways to screw each other from the other one. Well, not not only that, but they but they learned that you know it, nobody's ever suggested that politicians are honest, but. There was at least an attempt to pretend to be honest. Nowadays, yeah, now they're not even bothering pretending. No. <laughs> no. When Nancy Pelosi kills the vote on what Nancy Pelosi is doing. Or, or even when the president swears that his son who passed away from cancer from a couple of years ago actually died in the Gulf War. It's kind of like, what? Are you talking about how many sons do you have? Are you sure you remember who you're talking about? Yeah. Well, it's kind of like the, this. This is your kid. This is public record, right? <laughs> you know? honestly, yeah, I don't not, think he knows where he is. Not only that, talking about how he uh, was is probably more Jewish than the Jewish people there because he went to synagogue on Sundays. It's kind of like, wait, wait, okay, wait a minute. The Jews don't do that. I know, I am one. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was, uh, <laughs> was watching that the other day, and I'm like, you realize that? Okay, yeah, uh, nobody told him. It's fine. <laughs> It's it's fine, you know. <laughs> like so, it depends on where he is. Like I can't wait for him to give an address in Detroit and be like, "I'm from the streets." <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, so the, basically, the Democrats learned from the uh, from the Republicans that you can basically say whatever the hell you want, and your side's going to go eh, okay. And yeah. then, <laughs> and, but see, the thing is that the Republicans have learned from the Democrats is how to basically weaponize politics. Well, weaponized victimism, you know, and and being the uh, uh, what is it? Uh, God, they used it in Arna Harrington. Uh, you 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 come from sorrow, right? You you attack from sorrow is what they do. Oh, you know, uh, uh, not in anger, but in sorrow. Yeah, you come from not in anger, but in sorrow, right? And it's it's almost impossible. It's sort of like attacking from victimhood, right? It's almost impossible. To defend against. That's why all those Democrats got those, uh, you know, those Democrat libtards got those kids to to do anti-gun stuff, right? Like the, um, oh God, what's the idiot who who they got? Who, <laughs> my favorite guy, David Hogg. There you go, David I Hogg. I love like, that guy because they can't, like you, the, the guy you can't who call wasn't a kid te- an asshole. The guy, right. well, even though he wasn't really even there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was on campus. But he, yeah, wasn't. but he wasn't there. <laughs> so uh, that's why they got those kids to do that for him, because you can't 
stand up and call a kid a dick, right? He, uh, you're an asshole. No, 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 he, he, no, no. He's an adult now. We can call him a dick. <laughs> but they couldn't at the time, right? It was very effective at the time because you're, you'd be yelling out at a kid, and they, you couldn't do it. That's why they got those kids. It's it's a brilliant tactic. I've actually been tagged for on Twitter for messing with David Hogg before. Have you really? Yeah, when I was working back there in the uh, the pandemic, when I was working at the gun store, and he started talking about because everybody in the world had run out and bought guns, he was complaining about that. So I started sending him pictures of every um, AR-15 I was selling. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. That's awesome. <laughs> Do you ever respond? He never responded, but Twitter eventually told me that I, that, that my my actions were considered harassment. Oh, poor babies. <laughs> he probably complained about it. Go there was this guy. Uh, you know, after we started this cast and the crap we said, we're probably on several watch lists. I mean, it's. Like, <laughs> You got to watch these assholes like the NSA is listening going, oh, for fuck's sake. They said, well, now we're going to have to file another report, you know. <laughs> um, no, what they're probably looking at is they're going, OK, only 30 people listen to them on a consistently on a weekly basis. Oh, it's fine. It's, we'll just call cool. them. Yeah, we'll, we'll, call, we'll call them conspiracy theorists. It'll be fine. 30 people. Yeah, they're fringe. It's fine. We actually probably have a higher uh, rating on 80s cheese movie review than we do this cast. We got like 55, 60 people listening on a regular basis well, on that one. Yeah, you, you have to admit, though, that that's a little bit more accessible. Well, sure. Kayla's on it. We're reviewing movies everybody loves to hate. Exactly. Um, right this, now we're reviewing politicians that some people actually want to think are honest and helpful. Isn't that weird? Don't you like I sometimes I want to crawl in the head of people and just like root around and figure out like what led you to this conclusion? Well, like, no, can you not think for yourself? Nobody's answered me yet, but I, I've been throwing the question out there constantly. Oh, is this the, the Biden question? Yes. Oh, OK. Yeah. I want to know one of the people who actually think that he's doing a good job. And the only Yepix and, and doesn't I, think he's doing a great job. No, I thought Yepix was a serious uh, Democrat. No, Yepix is a socialist. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Yes, he's our favorite socialist. Is he really a socialist? I, I from the some of from the conversations we'd have, I would guess the answer to that is yes. We're talking about him like he's not listening. But Yepix, are you actually a socialist? <laughs> <laughs> um, with that said, I, I, as much as I don't agree with his stance on a lot of things, I actually really enjoy the stuff that he sends me. Not all of it is podcast usable, but it, it it's. It's always stuff, something that makes me think about where I am. Dude, that's why I've been listening to him and talking with him since he started doing stuff back in, in WA's early days. Like, yeah. he's he's terribly fascinating to talk to, mostly because I don't always agree with him. In fact, I hardly ever agree with him when we talk about politician, or politics and stuff. But he's terribly fascinating well, to it, talk to. I, I would say that if the two of us were to actually sit down, what we'd figure it out is we would, we would probably figure out is we we agree on what the problem is, just don't agree on what the solution to that problem would be. And you know what? That's perfectly fine. Oh, like, we got... would get along and have beer, and it would be fine. Oh, absolutely. We would go to the strip club and argue about politics, get lap dances, and everybody would have a great time. <laughs> uh, once again, no argument. I, I As I said, I... I, I always throw out that i love hearing from the guy because i do rag on him a little bit here and there calling him jokingly our favorite socialist but i i don't want him to stop to sending us stuff i don't want to, I don't, I want to keep getting emails from the guy we've lost that as a country i think we've lost that 
like having somebody who's politically diametrically opposed from you well, and they, but being see that, okay with them. But that makes that makes someone evil today. Yeah, that makes it – see, and that's the problem. We've lost – that's what I'm saying. We've lost that. Like – you used to be able to be like, hey, he's this, but he's my brother and is good. You know, that's how I was raised. That's how we treat each other. Like, uh, the, give you a fine example. Operator and I are on way different political stances. Okay, Op is a seriously heavy Democrat. I think we should burn Washington, D.C. to the ground. Hi, NSA. Uh, I, I don't <laughs> – like, like, strip it. Just hey, strip hey. it. Everybody gone. Hey, that's not the worst. I'm the one who said that if I saw an, a nuclear cloud over top of D.C., my thought would be at least to get a nap. <laughs> um, I, I, I really – and he's from California, and I'm not, very much not. Uh, he, he's very left-leaning uh, about a lot of his policies, but he's still my brother, and we still get along. We – don't touch certain subjects because we've hashed them out before and he's not going to get me to move and I'm not going to get him to move. And that's okay. But, but but it's also comes down to a lot of why I'm sitting there, why I'm saying, listen to people and try to understand them. And I'll the example I'll give you right now is Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will, if I tell somebody that I think that the decision that recently came down from Roe v. Wade was correct before I even get to explaining myself, they're automatically thinking I'm anti-abortion, which I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I know what you're saying because you're saying it's it's. Uh, I think from it's, the law, from the perspective of the law, it was probably bad the way they did it because it's undefendable. And hell, as it turns hell, out, you hell, were correct. Hell, even the pro-abortion feminist on the Supreme Court who recently passed away, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who was there when that original decision came down, said, I agree with the result, but this isn't the way to do it. Yeah. Uh, Because uh, as it turns out, it was undefendable once it got back up with the correct argument to the Supreme Court. Absolutely. Uh, And 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 make no mistake, the, the Republicans have been stacking the Supreme Court as much as possible to get that particular result and just managed it in the last year or two. So I totally get it. Um, I am ever in support of of women having the right to choose whether they have an abortion or not. However, um, I also and we talked a little bit about this last week, which I got several um, strongly worded texts. Uh, I'm thinking that uh, or of the opinion that women have at least more rights than men do and i got this i got this fantastic tweet here have we got time i i know yeah, we're, no, no, we're, we're running up Keep against going. a, a we, thing here but we got a little bit we may we may not get to entertainment today but okay uh so i got a text and, and they preferred to remain anonymous so i will i will uh nix the name uh but they write hold on hold on this is great uh sean what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> it starts right out. Like, I could tell, like, this person is, I've known this person for a while. What the fuck do you mean women have to give up rights and that men should have a right to the baby, uh, the, or to, that over reproductive rights? Uh, men are the ones that took away, men are the ones, and she goes on about, uh, it is a woman, uh, that, uh, she goes on to, to say that women don't have, uh, reproductive rights anymore since Roe vs. Wade and, and men took that away. And, but see, that's, and it, that's, that's not true. And I know that with that, that being 
controversial that someone's head just exploded when I said that. That is not true. Their reproductive rights have not been taken away from them. What has happened is it has now been thrown to the political process. Right. And I would also argue that what I was saying in that conversation is I was saying remove the elites. Okay. The elites have no consequences. Okay. When I'm talking about no, most of men them are old have, and already have their kids anyway. Well, what, yeah. Um, what I'm talking about is men have no reproductive rights. I'm saying I'm not talking about men uh, on the Supreme Court. I'm not talking about men in Congress. I'm not talking about the president. I'm talking about a dude that you go out and marry or have sex with or something like that. Just a regular guy like the rest of us. Okay, not the state. Not the government, not Congress, not Supreme Court member, not any of those people who actually do have decision-making abilities. I mean a regular U.S. citizen has no reproductive rights, none. That's who I'm talking about. Um, so there – and I, I got that – tweet uh, in various forms or email in various forms from several people saying, what the hell do you mean? You know, women, you know, reproductive. And what they do is they conflate what happened to women legally with men having a say. And men don't have it like an everyday dude does not have a say. You cannot look at the elite class. Men or women, elite class people are different. OK, members of Congress are different. Members of uh, billionaires, the rules do not apply to them. They are effectively Neo in the Matrix, okay? The rules do not apply to them. Some rules can be Brent, others broken, okay? They don't care. They can get done whatever they need to get done. I'm talking about a regular person. And no, regular men do not have reproductive rights in any way, shape, or form. But, but but even then, what we're talking about is what what was decided on in the, uh, the Supreme Court was that um, – Abortion is not a constitutionally protected right. Okay, so once again, what we have is is, the, is that everyone is so cynical about the political process at this point in time that it, the only way they think Rightly they can so. get something done is to throw it is to have somebody whether it's the president have an executive order or the supreme court make a declaration hell congress ain't doing shit but but, but spreading around money um you, you know look at kansas kansas did kansas went okay let's see what people actually want and think and it made it real simple and it caught everybody by surprise that a red state like kansas voted to make sure that abortion would remain legal i think every state should do that not, not only should every state do that but even then even in states that aren't going to do that once again you have a political process you have um, well, that's what i'm saying every state should pursue their political process and make their or not make but but have their their people vote what way do you want this to go but even, absolutely even do if it. you're not voting specifically on the actual proposition itself you're voting on the people who do and i i don't know i Personally, I, I you know, when it, it gets above a certain level, I think um, you know politics don't really. I mean, they don't represent the people, and they definitely um, are owned and controlled, at least in part, by corporations. Um, yeah, but a lot of what we're talking about here at this point is actually on the state level. 
Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. And I think at some state levels, you're you're still just as screwed as D.C. Uh, uh, it's. Yeah. The other part about that is, is that don't believe what they're telling you at the federal level right now. They're, you know, right now they're telling you that the only thing stopping them from having a law that codified Roe versus Wade is the Republican Party. That and is that's absolutely 100 percent not true. Exactly. The, the bill that they placed that that wouldn't pass was so bad and had so much other shit attached to it that even a good portion of the Democrats wouldn't vote for it. Right. And they've had a Democratic president and a supermajority before, and they have not done anything with it because it's a stick they use to beat the American people with. And the stick has changed, but it's the same thing. Hey, you better keep it all Democrat because we're if you don't, we can't fix Roe versus Wade for you. And the stick before uh, the Supreme Court decision was you better keep it all Democrat. Otherwise, the Republicans may get Roe versus Wade overturned. Well, that already happened. So now they got to change their message. And it happened under a supermajority for the Democratic Party, which should have been embarrassing for them. But but even then, they're even misrepresenting what happened. Uh, you know, I'm not and I'm not suggesting that women in the world should be excited by this, but they're misrepresenting what they're, they're basically saying that they made abortion illegal and it's not what happened it's simply not a protected constitutional right that doesn't mean that they that a law saying that abortion is legal would be struck down by the i still Court. gotta say it is nothing but a regression it oh, is nothing uh, you, but a look, regression, i'm not gonna dude. i'm not gonna argue with you on that is is you know, do, do i think that the idea was stupid they deep they unprotected women's rights whether whether t legally technically it, it it you know the enforcement of it is just was just taken away or it was un unprotected it, they they devalued women's rights uh, reproductive rights which women at the time were the only ones who had re reproductive rights in any in, in any way shape or form so somebody should have them then they, then they deprotected those so that the states depending on their political leaning could go and enforce 1950s Christianity on everybody, which I think is wrong. You, I, you know, if you if you want my opinion on what they should have done, which once again they didn't because it's all political bullshit, is as soon as that the the draft opinion was leaked and everybody figured out this was what they were going to do, you know, somewhere along the line, whether Chief Justice Chief Justice Roberts, who was against uh, the whole thing should have basically written a note to the president, Nancy Pelosi and um, uh, Chuck Schumer and said, this is what's going to happen with the Supreme Court. Pass a fucking law. You don't know that they didn't. You're right. I and don't. You don't know that they didn't. And honestly, they could have as soon as they even leaked it. Let's say they didn't do that and, and they heard about it in a leak. That could have been one of the greatest rallying cries to unite the people upon the you know, the Democratic Party to to draft release because it had major support it was wildly uh, uh, popular draft it simply don't attach like you did don't attach a whole bunch of other crap to it only cover this and say okay this is what we're going to fix we think it's going to come down this way if it does don't worry about it because we are going to pass this law that says this and it's going to cover your rights and it doesn't matter what the Supreme Court says. And it would have been a heroic victory. And they didn't do that. Now, what you have to ask yourself, and this is what I always do, is 
why didn't they do that? I, once again, it's the long list of what I just referred to. I narrowed down to the phrase political bullshit. Mm, I would say that's probably accurate. But but at the same time, if you want to get into specifics, it's because, as you said, then if they don't if they don't fix the problem, well, I'll rephrase it. If they fix the problem, they don't have the crowbar to beat the other side over the head with. Sure. And it, I, it, I honestly it, think that's it. it yeah. I mean, it's it's that it's I mean, they needed it, a, a whipping stick. It, but to the, but it even goes back to what I was complaining about earlier, which is, is that we, we've gotten to the point where all we're doing is is throwing whipping sticks at people. So so in yeah. the process of that, what you get is something that not only does nothing of worth actually get done, but what you run into on the other side of that is 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 escalation. The whipping sticks keep getting bigger. Yeah, and the stakes keep getting bigger, but nobody does anything about them. So because what they have to maintain is this delicate balance between the two of them, because what will eventually come of nothing ever getting done, if we ever get not distracted and realize that they haven't done anything, what will happen is we will just create another party or several other parties to put them out of power, and they cannot let that happen. I don't think Actually, corporations I'm, let that happen. I haven't had a chance to look at what she meant, but I was listening to a um, interview with Tulsi Gabbard, who, as I'm... The oh, yeah, she with, left the Democratic left Party the Democratic uh, this party. week, yeah. Uh, but in the process, uh, one of the things that... Because the question that she was asked was, was she planning on going third party? And she basically said that that's not you know, possible these days that after Ross Perot fucked with that election, that there's enough procedures involved that a multiple party system, the way things stand today wouldn't work. You you can't get in as a third party in any yeah. reasonable way, which is why they've rigged the system. The game is entirely rigged. We just haven't figured out how bad it is because they really don't want to talk about it. They they really don't because if they no, did the they'd have they have to the, admit what they're doing. Well, and, and then, but the moment they have their cake and eat it too, right? They're they're they, they, doing that for a while, and it's it, and it's it's reaching a critical mass, which is the problem. That there it's it's reaching a critical mass because people are starting to recognize that there are certain simple things that they can do to make things. I I, I don't want to use the word fair. Because I don't think life is fair. I would use the word different, but okay. Different. um, Maybe work is too strong of a word. Um, Oh, I wouldn't apply that particular adjective to it, but okay. Function, maybe. I I, I don't know. But there are certain little things that could be done that would be extraordinarily popular, but would take a little bit of that cake away from them. I don't and think I, they'd ever let you do that. And I it will and it's part of what's scaring me because I'm looking at this coming to a critical mass. That political bullshit's whipping stick is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And there is and we've talked about it before. There is a breaking point. Does that breaking point come in our lifetimes? I honestly don't know. I think we're going to get something ugly in the next several couple of years. But I I I hope I'm wrong. But the breaking point is coming. You'd think so. I think so. But we disagree on the time frame. But I 
do see that we cannot keep like there's only so much they can take and there's only so many times they can prove they're absolutely 100% corrupt before everybody go and and taking from us more and more and more and making the situation worse and giving the haves more haves and the have nots less <laughs> and before we just go okay it's it's too much we're done you know, uh, there's there's only so much you can get to. I don't know where that point is or when exactly we hit it, but we're definitely they're definitely trying to find out when it is because they're driving us straight over that cliff. So I I don't know where it's going to stop. I really don't. Well, Thelma Louise, I, I, I'm, I'm I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, you know, you're you're already. I mean, they're doing a fantastic job of, of separating us and making, you know, uh, uh, destroying nuclear families because you you have less to fight for. You're destroying values so that you, you don't know where the lines are. You're uh, obfuscating the truth because you can't let that get out. You know, they they're they're doing all they're doing a fantastic job. I mean, the the deaths of despair numbers are going really well for them. <laughs> You're doing a really great job. <laughs> I actually did read that book this past week. Did you? What'd yeah. you think? Uh, very, very, very frightening and interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's it's also like, uh, which one? Uh, the the uh, uh, men without work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I said, I'd heard the guy interviewed, and I knew basically where it was going. Um, but at the same time, just the 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 sheer numbers that you just can't not see oh, it's terrible and it's it, terrible it's and just the whole you think you understand we're not going to tell you we're not we're not even talking about why this is just where we are this yeah is this how is bad just it's going. what it's happening yeah uh check out uh, of boys and men by richard reese as well it's really it's fascinating to read as well well uh maybe we'll call this the entertainment portion of it because there was the the um oh geez i have to look at it now because it, the um uh, Men Without Work was actually part of a series of books by different authors, and it was something like The Case for Tyranny or something of that nature, The Path to Tyranny. I can't friggin' remember what it was now. <laughs> well, I wasn't. I didn't. Sounds remember. uplifting. Oh, it was one. It's wonderful. <laughs> Talk amongst uh, yourselves. Yeah, yeah. You know what always gets me is is I have a podcast where I talk about political events and news events and stuff like that. And I remember uh, 10, 15 years ago starting up on a podcast uh, called GWC, and I refused to talk about this kind of crap because I was sitting in a room with two, like, dyed-in-the-wool liberal Democrats, and we didn't agree on anything. I was just like, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> I want to talk about uh, it. Actually, I, I tend to enjoy talking to people I disagree with more than people I agree with, just because it, I, I mean, things. with them on that cast. I mean, oh, no, no. That, that, we, that, we disagreed about everything. That I would agree with. Okay. The series is New Threats to Freedom. And the books are Men Without Work, uh, The Rise of the Rest, uh, Things We Never Got Over. Um, oh, uh, Boys and Men is on there. Yeah, that's a fantastic book. I, I read that. I actually read *A Voice in Men* first, and then I read *Men Without Work*. Uh, they kind of go hand in hand. Well, I guess if they're part of the same series, then yeah, uh, I, I get why they're. But yeah, they're. It's fantastic. Uh, 
this is this one's gonna be controversial. False black power. Ooh. I don't even know what that one's about. That one scares me. I saw something the other day. What's the Candace Owens? I think is the the chick who who. Uh, yeah, her whole like thing her, right now is on uh, her crusade against BLM. BLM and how not a single dime they raised was spent on any person who needed it and how much money went to just the people organizing it. Yeah, I don't watch her too much or know that much about her. She's a little right-leaning for me, but... Um, she she is a little bit on the extreme right side, but the thing yeah. that she did with BLM is, is staggeringly just, oh my God. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. I'm like, I don't normally... Like, she's a way too right for me, but... but the thing with the beyond the like somebody needed to talk about it. I was like, holy crap! I didn't know it was that bad. Oh yeah, the the millions upon millions of dollars that were made off of uh, George Floyd's death, uh, amongst the others, all the names are slipping my mind at the moment that they shouldn't. They they have, uh, but with all the things that have gone on in the past few years for Black Lives Matter, the amount, of, the millions upon millions of dollars that the various organizations that call themselves Black Lives Matter have made is staggering the amount of money that went to any of those families or anyone who needed it any legal assistance or anything was next to zero but they did support the local community uh more specifically strippers and uh you know stuff like that uh, <laughs> well I mean, I mean, escorts they, uh real estate agents real estate agents yeah I'm, I'm they assuming, did support, I, don't say they didn't support the community. I'm, I'm sure there were some gardeners involved and, you know, <laughs> house, uh, you know, uh, domestic help. <laughs> so great. Well, uh, we are going to unfortunately have to cut this a little short this week. Uh, so I, 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 now that we thoroughly pissed everyone off, <laughs> gotta go. Hey, same thing we tell you. You're pissed at us. Please. Tell us. We'd love to hear from you. We want to hear dissenting opinions. We want to hear from people who go, you guys are just dicks. Um, I got a couple of those after last week's cast. But but at the same time, you know, you're not going to hurt our feelings. I mean, no, no, no actually, you won't. But but at the same time, and, and the worst part about it is, is we're not even going to take those and go, look at this moron. We They disagree with it. No, we're not doing that either. We, we would really kind of want to see where people are thinking what's going on in this world. So our most cherished listeners, the dude who disagrees with us every week. Exactly. Uh, so. Uh, gentlemen's soapbox at gmail.com uh, or GSB at GSB cast on Twitter. Please reach out to us. Please talk to us. Uh, we do actually have some emails in the hopper to talk about. Uh, just haven't had a chance to go there right now. Yeah. J- Jake's got a hard stop here in just a second. So we got a, we, we were running a little short today. So uh, everybody have a wonderful week. Hope we're still here next week. That's that's at you, NSA. <laughs> Hi, NSA.